You are Locked On Pelicans, your daily podcast on the New Orleans Pelicans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans and NBA as a whole, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and of course now the brand new podcasting app, Himalaya. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media and editor over at LockedOnPelicans.com, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter, here with you all on this Wednesday, day after the Pelican season finally ends. It's been way too long. I think everyone's ready to kind of get on with this move to the offseason. So we'll recap the loss to the Golden State Warriors last night, a game that was filled with just all sorts of pettiness. No real other way to put it. Bad looks from multiple people. Maybe not the ones you're thinking, though. We'll recap that game, kind of what went on with that. We have news out of the Los Angeles Lakers camp that it's not news and out of their camp. There was an impromptu press conference where Magic Johnson just decided to resign. We'll take a look at that as well and what it means for the Pelicans and their offseason GM search. Doesn't do names linked to the Pelicans come up there. So we're going to look at all of that in today's edition of Locked on Pelicans. So the stuff on the court mattered very little. The Pelicans were playing for lottery position. The Golden State Warriors already have the number one seed in the Western Conference locked up. And you kind of saw rosters that mirrored as much. No Drew Holiday for the Pelicans. No Julius Randle, even though he's not really hurt. No Anthony Davis in what was going to maybe be his final appearance in the Smoothie King Center as a member of the New Orleans Pelicans organization. He'll be, of course, back in other jerseys. Um, and so on and so forth. No Kevin Durant, who was out with the flu, that's quote-unquote flu, because he was out warming up, high-fiving fans, hugging them, taking pictures. No uh, Clay Thompson, though you did see Steph Curry, but he played under 10 minutes in this after rolling his ankle a little bit and leaving the court. Basically, no one of importance mattered in this one, other than maybe DeMarcus Cousins for the Golden State Warriors, who seemed like he really had something to prove. He played almost 35 minutes in this one, 21 points on the night, 12 rebounds, 6 assists, 3 turnovers, but... You look at that and go, okay, pretty good line for him. He had an okay evening. He was kind of outplayed by the Pelicans' Christian Wood, who finished with 26 points, 12 rebounds, and two threes, including a couple of dunks and lobs over DeMarcus Cousins. Those two were kind of going at it for a little bit. Jaleel Okafor also kind of got in the mix with Cousins. 30 points for Okafor, seven rebounds. He was 15 of 24 from the field. Wood, by the way, 10 of 21. So Okafor, in almost 38 minutes of action, looking really, really good and really aggressive. Seemed like he wanted to prove that the Pelicans made the right decision in bringing him in and letting DeMarcus Cousins go. Ian Clark did his best to be that gunner that he's been. He shot just 36.4% from the field, though, 20 points on the night, three straight games to end the season, of course, with over 20 points. So I guess kind of good for him. Alfred Payton, quiet night, 25 minutes of action. He didn't need to do much, just three points, seven assists, and six boards as well. It was uh, funny because the Pelicans had Anthony Davis on the bench. And look, we're going to talk about all the stuff that you guys want to talk about in a minute. There was a game played. We got to review all of that. Um, and we'll save it for the next segment. So before the game, they usually, before the final game of the regular season, you usually have someone kind of address the crowd. It's been Anthony Davis in the past. It's been Drew Holiday in the past. And 
This year, it was Alfred Payton. Pretty cool moment. He seems like he wants to be back next year and said, can't wait for next season for you guys. That just might him be saying that, and it's not like, I don't know if I'll be here next year, Pelicans fans, but good luck with it anyway. Like, what's he supposed to say? But still, cool moment. He had a number of, I think, kids from his charity there in attendance at the game last night. So just a nice moment to maybe drown out all the bandwagon Golden State fans that were there. Check Diallo did play in this one too. Uh, five of seven from the field, 11 points on the night. That's just really it. The Pelicans really didn't play a whole lot of guys as people are out injured or just not playing whatsoever. Steph Curry, again, just 10 minutes of action, only five points for him. Alonzo McKinney started for the Warriors, 10 points. Jacob Evans started for him. He's a rookie, 11 points as well. Um, Damian Lee had 20 off the bench. Quinn Cook, former Pelican, 19 off the bench. Cook has found a role there, and it's just nice to see a guy who's largely considered a good dude succeed in this game and in just the league in general, even if it's not with the Pelicans. So that's the stuff that happened on the court. But we know none of that mattered, and that's not why people were fired up going into this game. It revolved around a t-shirt, and then it revolved around something DeMarcus Cousins said to the media after the game. Let's touch on those coming right up. Don't forget to subscribe to the Locked on Pelicans podcast daily through the brand new Himalaya podcasting app. In an ever-changing podcasting landscape, there are just too many out there. Himalaya gives you personally curated playlists, and they're putting in new features, making it easy to find what you want to listen to almost daily. Make sure you listen and subscribe to the Locked on Pelicans podcast through the brand new Himalaya podcast app. So as I said, everything was kind of overshadowed in this because of stuff pregame and what was going to be his final appearance on the Pelicans bench in the Smoothie King Center, a game where he wasn't going to play, and people have just largely moved on. Everyone was ready just to go through the motions, get through this game, hit the offseason. He doesn't need to show up in, fan, in front of fans again. Anthony Davis wore an interesting t-shirt to the Smoothie King Center. In the Looney Tunes font and script, it said, That's all, folks, from Porky Pig at the end of all the Looney Tunes cartoons. So, one, it is kind of funny. I won't lie. It's like a rather funny shirt. But at the same time, it's just stupid and there's no fucking need for it. That's the best way to put it. Like, it's funny. It's petty. If you like petty things, you should love this. I don't. I thought it was dumb. And for just everyone who wants to move on from this, literally everyone is just over it and wants to be done Anthony Davis, who's been upset that fans have booed him and upset that his reputation's been trashed and tarnished, goes out of his way to make it worse. He didn't have to do this. Shit, no one would have been upset if he just stayed home. But he goes and he does this, which serves no other purpose than just to piss people off. And it's just a dude that has no concept of the consequences and repercussions of his actions And just went forth with this and riled people up and upset them. There's a great picture. um, I'm not sure who took it. I just saw it on Twitter of AD walking off after the game. And all the fans in the background are just giving him just, you know, the evil eye. And it's awful. Like, this is not how this should have ended. Again, everyone was on his side when he requested a trade. Immediately. Yeah, we failed him. It's okay. We get it. And then... All of a sudden, he goes through all of this, and everyone hates him, and he's reviled here. I went on the radio three different times yesterday in New Orleans, and then one TV spot, 
And everyone asked me the same question, like, why did he need to do this? Why would he do this? Does he realize he's just completely trashed this? And I don't, I, I, I don't know. It's weird. This is just immature and there's no need for it. We all wanted to move on and this kind of prevents that from happening. And okay, like good for you, Anthony Davis. I don't know what you were looking to do here, but it was dumb. Then he wore it on the bench during the game under a blazer. It was very clearly the same shirt. No need for this. The Pelicans made a mistake because this came out because they put it on their Instagram when he was entering the building. Maybe just don't have anything to do with Anthony Davis. This franchise has had no idea how to handle Anthony Davis and the media stuff that comes with it or what to do with it in terms of the promotional aspect since he requested the trade. No one wanted to see him. They immediately scrub him from the intro video, which was fine. Get it? Do that, get over it when the the immediate stuff after it comes out, and then leave it. And then he stayed, and they kind of redid it again to almost put him back in or make it less obvious. And it's just, stop doing things that call attention to this because they don't want this type of attention. They don't. But they bring it on themselves at times. And what's wild is basically this AD situation was probably not even the craziest thing that happened on the night. Maybe not even in the top four, but who knows. Um, And... It, it, everyone's just calling attention to this when it doesn't need it. Simple as that. And they did. And then eventually they had to delete it from the Instagram. And then that brings more attention to it when just, you know, they probably didn't see AD's shirt. It was also covered by a strap of his bag. But at the same time, why are you putting AD on the Instagram? That's the bigger question here. So anyway, that happened. Then after the game, in regards to this, Alvin Gentry went a little more, became a little more candid than normal when asked about AD and the perception and you know what what went on there. He said he's a good kid who listened to some bad advice, which is pretty direct and poignant and straightforward from Alvin Gentry, and not something anyone's been willing to say about Anthony Davis. He might have gotten some bad advice, though, and he still kind of went ahead with it. It doesn't mean he was manipulated into doing this. He was just a willing co-conspirator in all of this, even if the advice given to him was bad, maybe not in his best interest. But he still went along with it, which makes him equally culpable and not someone kind of twisted by the shadowy puppet figure that is Rich Paul. He's involved in all of this. And if AD's wearing that shirt, that's a conscious choice on his part. It's not something his dad or Rich Paul or LeBron James are making him wear. He decided to do this. He brought this amongst along with himself, and that's that. And it's disappointing to see, and it's annoying. And it's, again, this is why we're all happy that this is just all over, at least for now, and then he gets traded. And who cares? Like, I think most fans have turned from kind of being sad he's going to be gone to more of a good riddance thing, which is just a horrible way to be. So then after the game, DeMarcus Cousins decided to speak too, and he clearly holds a lot of resentment against this Pelicans organization and Dell Demps in particular. And when asked, you know, if he had any comment on anything and tried to speak to the media, he said, he tried to duck speaking to the media and said, why don't you all go get a quote from Dell? That's what he said after the game. Why don't you all go get a quote from Dell or Demps or whatever he said? And Knowing that Dell Demps is fired and saying he knew that Dell Demps was going to get fired the second he didn't offer um, DeMarcus Cousins a contract because he talks to Anthony Davis and all that. And it's just like, no one wants to let shit go when it doesn't matter anymore. This is like being in a relationship, like breaking up with your ex, being in a new relationship, and then still stalking their Facebook, Instagram, and all of that, hoping that their life isn't turning out as good. And even though you're with someone that's way better than your ex, you still want them to kind of be at the bottom and fail. And it's like, 
just appreciate where you are and what's going on. And that's not something people are able to do. And that's how we end up with this whole negative crap that we now have to cover on the Pelicans, which isn't fun. This is just stupid. Like, that's all there is to it. You can hear the annoyance in my voice, probably. It's coming through, I'm sure. So Del Demps goes out and says that, or not Del Demps, um, Jamarcus Cousins did. And it's just like, these are people that, even if they were on the team you love, are almost hard to root for at this point because of who they are. And you can't really separate, as much as we've seen in sports recently, the player from the person. They blend a lot more together now. And it's disappointing to see people act like this when it's really not like the bar to be better than what they're doing right now is not very high. We're not asking them to be paragons of virtue here. Just can you not say crap like that, but these are what they things people do and then it gets fed into on social media and they want more of people want more of this. So people do it. And that's kind of how you end up here with just everyone kind of looking terrible. So all of this overshadowed what should have been a kind of nice night for the Pelicans, a, a big game for guys like Wood and others in Okafor and guys who've just worked their asses off this year. And we don't really get to talk about it much because this is kind of the focal point on it, which is disappointing overall. And again, we're just all happy that the season's ending. So figuratively, the NBA basically exploded last night with tons of things. There was a lot going on. And it was Dwayne Wade's final home game, Dirk's final home game. Magic Johnson just retired from this or resign from that you have this stuff just tons of stuff anywhere and this happens kind of regularly and if you want to keep up with all of it best way to do that is the locked on nba podcast monday through friday you can subscribe through the himalaya podcast app catch up with everything you need to know around the association with that locked on nba podcast so I don't want to spend too much time on Magic Johnson himself and the impromptu press conference he called where then he just resigned before he even told the Lakers owner, Jeannie Buss, and I guess she's going to be blindsided by this. And then just all of the other stuff with it that makes this so damn surprising. Apparently, over the weekend, he... Bus and Polinka, their GM, had like a three-hour meeting and no one knew that he was planning on quitting whatsoever. So this is so bizarre. And of course, I was on the Locked On NBA podcast today talking about this because it's the biggest story in the NBA and it's going to be for a little while. But now all of a sudden there's a president of basketball operations opening in LA. They're likely going to have a new GM as well because Palinka is probably going to be let go and maybe even a new coaching staff. Well, does that complicate things with the Pelicans interviews and filling their front office? And the answer is maybe. Everyone assumes David Griffin is a shoe-in for that job with the Lakers. And basically, if they were smart, they'd call him, offer him whatever money, whatever he wants tonight, last night, and make sure he was having a press conference today to introduce him as the new president of basketball operations and give him full control of the organization. They're probably not, so that's good for the Pelicans for right now. But David Griffin did interview for the Pels job. I've heard rumors that he might be coming back for a second interview as well. And it sounds like yesterday they also officially interviewed Danny Ferry for the GM position. And based on talking to people around the team and others and kind of corroborating what I've heard, it sounds like those are the two guys that are the front runners for the position. Danny Ferry or David Griffin, probably leaning towards Ferry at this point. Um, so... That's kind of where things stand. If they do like Griffin, they need to make an offer sooner rather than later and try and get him in here and get this official because the Lakers 
in theory, should come calling. Whether they actually do it, it remains to be seen because they've just had everything kind of thrown, um, uh, you know, a spanner into the works there and who knows what it's how it's going to go. But it could impact the things for the Pelicans. Maybe they offer it to um, David Griffin and he doesn't accept right away because maybe he's looking at the Lakers job as a more appealing situation. They do have max free agent money. They do have LeBron James. That's a pretty damn good start to everything and a lottery pick. So that's a pretty good start to everything. Maybe he would try and make the Pelicans wait, which then complicates things on their end if Danny Ferry comes up for maybe the Wizards position or what have you, and all of a sudden the Pelicans are left on the dance floor by themselves. So they need to move quickly. I've heard we should kind of get an answer on the GM position, a president of basketball operations position, what have you, by the end of this weekend, maybe as early you know as Friday, Saturday, potentially Monday, something like that. But it, again, remains to be seen. But this could throw things off off a little bit, but hopefully it'll just make the Pelicans move a whole lot quicker to really, really kind of just solidify all of this, lock it down, get their structure in place because, and we're going to talk about this probably next week, there's a whole lot of work to do to get ready for this offseason and less time now to kind of start prepping for it all. The Pelicans have a jump on things, but they need to kind of get this straightened and sorted and finished very, very soon. So hopefully they'll be able to get that done and they'll have a new GM in place by the end of the weekend. So that's going to do it for this edition of Locked on Pelicans. Thank you all for listening. Thank you all for listening throughout the season. We've got plenty more coming. We're not done just yet, so don't worry about that. Going to be looking at the draft, more GM stuff, more stuff about how to rebuild this team and make it a winner once again. I've got some great things planned, including eSports as well in the 2K League. That's going to be a lot of fun to talk about. And don't forget, let me know on Twitter. It's at Nola Jake if there's topics you want to hear about because we've got tons of time to be able to do that. So thank you all for listening. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. We'll be back with you all tomorrow.